Was möchtest du abspielen? <laughs> well, that explains a lot. I mean, it does. It, it's who I. It's what I. It's what I do, really. <laughs> I live for pressing buttons when I really shouldn't. On the buttons. It's uh. It's how I. It's how. It's how I get through RPGs, really. Hmm. <laughs> There's no like strategy there. I just I just press buttons press until until either I die or they die. Absolutely, it, it the works. Best in, way to do it. It works in most games, but Octopath Traveler was like, yeah, no, you can't do that. Yeah, no, <laughs> you, you can't. You can't just mash X against our bosses. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you can't. You can't do that, dude. You gotta have to actually like play the game. Because we ain't yes. having that shit. The game <laughs> just went, we know who you are. No. Oh, oh yeah. God. Can you imagine if, like, devs had the ability to just be like, so, uh, we know this guy is going to be buying it, so let's tweak it just a little bit in the next patch. <laughs> <laughs> we want to make sure Damn. everyone experiences our game the way we want to experience it. So we have to make sure they don't try to break any rules. Well, they oh, could yeah. analyze certain patterns. <laughs> we've included a yeah. we've included a new patch in our Octopath Traveler game to keep you from grinding. What? <laughs> what? No. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I want to enjoy your game. Why would you do that? Please don't. Just don't. Yeah. You mean they took a hint from the uh, Saga developers? Where each battle counts towards the balancing. Oh God! I think it was *Romancing Saga* two or something. Yeah, I heard. Of, I uh, I've heard about those games. I've never played them, but I did hear that they had like a weird balancing mechanic to keep you from like. Mm hmm. <laughs> to keep you from like grinding to hell and back. Not not my particular choice in how to handle. A situation like that but hey i'm not a... <laughs> the thing is in in that game you can't grind like that because each battle makes the game harder oh so don't oh, do my. battles yeah essentially you have to keep them to a minimum and well that's uh, like that's... not that's 90% of the complaints i get on twitter about rpgs is any random encounters. And stats increases are random. Okay, no, no, <laughs> no. That's that's Final Fantasy two all over again. We're not doing that. <laughs> yeah, I think that's essentially where they took it from. Oh, of course, they oh, took shit. it from literally the games. worst game. A lot game. of things in the, a lot of things in the saga games are random, including the game development, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. Uh, let me. Did I ever? I gotta pull up what I had wrote down about what we we're covering today, so I don't fucking forget. I know I put awesome. it in the chat at some point. I just don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember when I did it. <laughs> oh no. Uh, okay. 
I hit linking the Ace Attorney stuff, so was it before or after I did that? A bit before that. Yeah, before I'm scrolling right now, that. too. Okay, got it. On the same page. Got it. Oh, yeah, there we go. Perfect. So I don't forget. <laughs> oh yes, I, I still have included Rezo talks about the PS Mini because I'm told that's totally going to be like a five or ten minute thing where I talk about <laughs> games that are going to be on, games that should be on it. <laughs> Prep yourself, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. I'm ready. One sec. Okay. All right, this is. All right, we're redoing this. Ugh, Christ. All right, welcome back to another wonderful episode of the Caffeinated Bantercast. Joining me today, another other than Cold Death and Jennifer. Uh, Fernando hello. cannot be here today, but like the Terminator, he will be back. Guaranteed, I hope. I don't really want to have to replace somebody so soon. I don't, I don't, I'm not really looking forward to the retail turnover that this podcast may in fact have. This is the only podcast run by a caffeinated nutcase such as myself. So, you know, these type of things happen. Kind of reminds me of the ending of the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> the, this podcast really is just a, a running narrative. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's like the office in audio form. It's just a matter of... <laughs> It's just a matter of time until everybody quits. <laughs> the script was just slightly changed. Instead of our lovely lady Sugar Cube, she went and backstabbed Ferdy rights. Yeah. <laughs> so, so let's get this party off right. What have you guys been playing? Because, oh, recently oh, it's been a mix. For one, uh, Hyrule Warriors, of course, which we talked about last time. But I've been also trying out some older games like Abyss Odyssey, mm -hmm. which is an interesting mix. Kind of a roguelike action platformer with slight RPG uh, okay. things in there. Mm. And then classic Two Worlds. You keep going back mm -hmm. to that game. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been the first time since uh, since that one longer play. About to say, I know you went back to that game some time ago. I know, you, I know you played that game some time ago. Like it's it's been a while since you went back. Kind of makes sense. It's been a few years, and now I've started it up again. It's about the second time that I've been trying a serious playthrough on it. Yeah, we'll see how long I go this time. Because <laughs> it's, well, it's quite fun. Nice. That's the most important thing, that you have fun. Yeah. I'm looking <laughs> forward to finding ways to break the game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have been... I've been bouncing around a little bit. Um... Mm -hmm. I haven't really okay. been playing anything current, surprisingly enough. <laughs> I have all these current releases, 
and I, I've been mostly bouncing around like older, like really older games. Like I started up oh. uh, PS One old. Uh, I've been playing Suikoden One on PS One. Mm, that's uh, been mm-hmm. that's been an experience. I I was <laughs> I didn't know what to expect out of this game, and then I started playing it, and I got really into it. And then I I reloaded the game and noticed that Konami was who made it, and I had a bit of a moment because I was unaware Konami made good games. Well, that was a long time ago, as you said. <laughs> I had that same feeling when I booted up Turtles in Time on Super Nintendo. And I was like, wait, Konami did this one too? What? Oh, God. Oh, that was a The word is ending. Good games. <laughs> it's, it's surprising that Konami went the way that they went, especially when they had such a, a great track record. But I've been playing that. I jumped over to Resident Evil 1. I guess it's a newer game. It's a the Resident Evil Resident Evil 1 remake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, because they actually fixed the control. <laughs> they have two control settings. You can actually control the game like a normal game. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. You can actually like you know it doesn't have like the tank controls, which is a great thing. Yeah. But it's also kind of a terrible thing because it kind of makes the game too easy. <laughs> like, yeah, I think the tank controls were actually a deliberate decision there. Yeah. Um, as much as I hate to think that, I'm pretty sure you're right. It probably was deliberate to add tension to the game. And once you take them away, all the tension disappears <laughs> because you know you can run away. <laughs> the, ga- like, the game doesn't want you to like shoot everything, which I have to remind myself it's not a shooter. As much as they put guns in your hands, the game is mm-hmm. the game actively discourages you because if you blow through all your ammo, you're basically screwed. Yeah, like you have to absorb everything yeah. you have. Yeah, because you're not you may not find the ammo for the kind of gun that you might want to use, and the pistol sucks. So you run out of ammo, you're basically you're basically dead. Unless you have, like, lots of healing items, which even then you might still be dead. So, good luck with that one, homeboy, because it's going to get rough. <laughs> so, no running through with the rocket launcher, then? Shame. I know! That's like oh, the, my. That's, like, the only reason you play Resident Evil 4. That's the, that's the only... You don't... There's no other reason to play Resident Evil 4 than to have, and like, to... the unlimited rocket launcher and the unlimited Tommy gun. <laughs> and the Jill sandwich, right? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I, I've actually learned what goes on a Jill sandwich. It sounds delicious. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. I kind of want one now. Now, you, now you've oh, made man. me hungry. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> That's what I do. So what have you been playing, Jennifer? Well... I picked up a lot of games and also pre-ordered some. Um, the most exciting thing uh, for me to get was, um, yeah, a used copy of Thimbleweed Park for the Nintendo Switch, which I was bugging everyone that I didn't pick it up when it was on limited run. And I actually found a nice guy in Canada who got recently rid of his Switch and he was, yeah, selling... Um, a bundle with 
um, Thimbleweed Park and Mercenary Kings in it. Mm. And yeah, getting both of them was a pretty good deal. I I don't know. It was about 100 euros or something. It was oh, just, yeah. That's not bad at all. Damn. Yeah, with, with shipping and I don't have to pay customs. So, yeah. yeah. It was, even, yay. Even better. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Most Nerd Kings is a nice game, too. Yeah. Is it? I, I, haven't, I haven't tried it yeah. yet. Yeah, it is. Uh, mm -hmm. It's yeah, really it's funny. It's, yeah. It's it's really funny and um, yeah I haven't played it yet but I was um, yeah reading some reviews and watching some gameplay videos and yeah obviously some videos um, that covered the game too um, before I bought it so yeah I I think it's pretty fun it has its flaws too but, but yeah which game doesn't right yeah yeah uh, well, <laughs> well I mean no I get there's probably a couple perfect games. I mean, yeah, Disgaea Four still exists. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm That's not biased true. or That's anything. True. It's not like NIS is like sponsoring me or anything. I'm not. <laughs> I would never possibly sell off my beliefs. You unbiased? <laughs> oh come I would, on! <laughs> I would. I would never sell out my beliefs to get the newest Disgaea game. Why would I ever do that? <laughs> Sure. <laughs> I mean, it's not like a certain Fernando has his hands on the new Disguise game. Yeah. Before me, I'm not. There's no jealousy. That's not. I'm not jealous or anything. No, I'm not jealous. No, no, no. I'm totally jealous. So jealous. Well, a new old game. <laughs> it's. It's it's what I love though. The Sky One is primo for me. Like I love the Sky One, the Sky Three, the mm -hmm. Sky Four are like my favorites. Like mm -hmm. I love the other ones, but those are those are standouts. So it's okay. They're all baseline great. <laughs> Just that those three <laughs> are amazing to me. <laughs> oh, yeah, good man. series. Very yeah. good series. Um, surprisingly enough, I'm actually looking forward to like the new Assassin's Creed game, uh, which is interesting for me that I'm looking forward to because okay. I haven't really given a crap about like Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed in like a long time. But I mm -hmm. find it really interesting that they they pivoted and were like, "Yeah, we're just gonna make our game an action RPG now." Yeah. Mm. Which... That was interesting that they started to include more RPG elements with um, Origins. That, yeah. and I'm kind of digging so, the uh, the time periods they're choosing. Like, I thought hosting an Assassin's Creed game in Egypt was really the best choice. Like, there's so much you can do with that that uh, yeah. that time that time period. And now that they're hosting one during like the Romans and the Greek, that, that that's just such a great idea. So. I'm yeah. really looking forward to seeing what they pull off with this one. Hopefully, they actually do something worthwhile. Maybe if I'm lucky, I'll get a Cyclops that eats people. Maybe. I mean, uh, Origins also had some kind of mythological boss in there, I think. Oh, okay. Then I'm, I'm going to totally get what I want then. It could be. We'll see. So the first story on our itinerary for today is 
actually one that caught me off guard. I found out about it on Twitter, and I was... I actually had to look into it because I couldn't believe it. <laughs> Telltale went under. Yeah, uh, actually. As of the most yes. recent news, they have... They dropped everybody, like, last moment. Like, people were coming into work. They dropped mm -hmm. them from the staff. Told Except them they had 25. Yes. They dropped all but 25 members of their staff. And from what some of the staff on Twitter have said, they did not get severance pay, which is ass. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, it's really... And some of the people have only been working there for few weeks yeah that is actually the most upsetting thing about the whole situation because i heard um i was i'm normally not too much uh, digging in forums about things but since i like telltale games and um yeah i i loved every series almost yeah bought and played uh, everything they had released um i was kind of shocked and had to investigate a little bit further and um yeah it's just upsetting to see that some people were actually hired and then kind of sacked a few weeks later after moving across the country some of them have children some of them don't know how to pay their rent at the end me uh, um months and and yeah it's just kind of kind of sad it's no surprise that they have difficulty paying afterwards mm -hmm. because that area is extremely expensive. Yeah, yeah, California is like the cost of living, especially where they're located, is mm -hmm. astronomical. I Yeah, it's the Bay Area, right? Yeah, like I have yeah. a family member who lives out in that general area. And startups, mm -hmm. like new businesses, they go out of business. Like, mm -hmm. obviously, Telltale isn't a new business, but the point I'm trying to make is that businesses mm -hmm. go out of out of business really quickly in that area when they're mm -hmm. not doing well. So I think yeah. the most troubling part of the story for me is, like you guys said, they were still hiring people. So now, yeah. now you kind of have to ask yourself the question, if the higher-ups knew they were going out of business, right? So you, you have the higher-ups, and they're like, yo, we might be going out of business in, like, a month. So should we mm -hmm. tell anybody? And, like, <laughs> someone, at, someone at the boardroom yeah. table is like, yeah, no. No, just just keep just keep as usual, <laughs> and we'll deal with it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's I don't know. It's, <laughs> I'm a loser for words, but because I know how expensive it is down there. I went to California for a vacation a couple of years ago and it it shocked me it was the most expensive uh, vacation i've ever had in my life and it, it was just so expensive and then even i don't know hiring people even if they know they yeah kind of are yeah, a lost cause it's just beyond my beliefs and something i just can't wrap my mind around it's because just you really sad you kind of have to imagine that, like, if they're hiring, mm -hmm. like, you wouldn't hire someone. Mm -hmm. You Like, no reasonable person's going to hire staff, a reasonable amount yeah. of staff, if if you so much as think you're going to be shuttering your doors. Yeah. 
and now there's yeah. a lot of talk about like people potentially wanting refunds because they did not they have they are not going to be finishing the walking dead which they've been mm-hmm. working on that's not getting finished yeah. so yeah. two out of the four episodes are gonna be released and that's it yeah they're finishing yeah. up the second episode are they wait wait i've heard conflicting reports are they actually going to be finishing that second episode because the second heard, one yes. yeah Mm-hmm. The second okay, one is uh, is yeah finishing. That's it then. Yeah, that was it. the The second episode for the season four is the last one we're ever gonna see, I guess. Mm-hmm. So there has been speculation from people that I've had that I've been listening to, which is suggesting that maybe since Microsoft is in this state of wanting to get devs on their side or get devs mm-hmm. under their umbrella. Yeah. What, like, what, like, excuse me for being a little bit cynical when I say this, but isn't that kind of a dick move to wait until a company is literally shuttering their doors to be like, yo, I heard, you, I heard you need some money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's hmm. super cynical even for me. I openly admit this. But... I would find it to be really funny if in the next two weeks, in the next like two to three weeks, we suddenly hear that Telltale is still around and that they're now owned by Microsoft. (laughs) Well, they'll probably be still around. I mean, with that few people, they can probably get by more easily. 25 years? But you're not developing games with 25. Well, I mean, you could. Yeah, they will mm-hmm. probably not be developing as much as supporting the existing titles and just get by on backlog sales. Oh. Hmm. Damn, though. Because, I mean, they have been over 300 people or something there. Uh, yeah. They dropped 225? 225 or 250? Mm-hmm. 250, um, I heard. Yeah, 250, it was, I think. So they yeah. had 275. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, that's... Uh, they that's... essentially have uh, 10% of their of the stuff remaining. And, or a little yeah. under that. And as much as I like Telltale games, it isn't... Mm-hmm. I'm surprised to see them go under, but at the same time, their business mm-hmm. model... Well... Yeah might not have been the best idea because essentially you had no reason to buy the episode separately you know what i mean mm-hmm. like yeah there was never a reason like why would i pay upwards mm-hmm. of what be ten dollars per episode if i could get the entire season usually cheaper well, they mm-hmm. usually had the season pass didn't they yeah they usually had a season yeah. pass but they also you could also buy the episodes yeah separately if you so chose to but i don't think i think with most of these things it was usually a matter of the season pass usually saved you money in Mm -hmm. some way obviously you say obviously but there's a few of these season passes these days where it basically all equals out to the same yeah but that's usually with dlc and all that not with the game itself But it's I, I'm surprised to see them go under. But at the same time, 
I, I, I mean, love so much. Mm. Yeah, like I know there was a, a, a something I had read about it a while back. The like the problem that Telltale has is that like the player the, the players that play their games drop off after mm-hmm. each episode, right? Yeah. So the new episode mm-hmm. comes out, everyone plays it, right? So yeah. players spike, and then everyone finishes it, <laughs> and then it flatlines right after. So yeah, it's 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 really strange because if you keep um, yeah some closer look at the achievements on the Xbox, for example, or on Steam, you can see that many people picked up the game or the first episode, and then they actually didn't return and didn't even finish the game. It was like sixty-five percent didn't even finish the game, and yeah, this was just something. Yeah, that's not that surprising. It's just surprising to see why they don't pick up on that and change it because they, yeah, they they got The Walking Dead and the, the first one was um, selling really, really well. And I don't know which, which games you had played, but I enjoyed all of them, the one that I had played. And yeah, I, I admit I didn't buy any episode um, separately, <laughs> I waited as uh, they came out uh, physically, or if you can get them all together, because it kills me not to, um, yeah, actually um, be able to play the the entire game, and I'm just losing interest in it. And that's what I think many people did too after buying the first episode and being hyped about it. So. But- I would also like to also question whether or not having the first episode be free was always such a bright idea mm. because mm-hmm. it's the, it's no different than like the argument people usually make towards like why demos shouldn't exist, right? Because if you have a demo, mm-hmm. either A, the game is bad and the demo just shows that it's bad. <laughs> the demo just shows that <laughs> the game is bad. B, yeah. your game is good and... Yeah we already knew it was going to be good and all the demo does is confirm mm-hmm. or see yep. the demo only shows the one good part out of the game and the game is still <laughs> bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you get what you mean. But I don't know. You could do a demo maybe and then, yeah, sell you the first episode or I don't know. This, this just makes no sense. Uh, I, I not would, learning from, from the things, you know? I, I would almost... Because you would think, like, I mean, I, I think a lot of what maybe killed them was like, like you said, there was like the return on investment. Because some of these properties they had access to were not, couldn't have been cheap. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's like, a big problem. Like the they license. had they they did Guardians of the Galaxy. That's a Marvel license, and yeah. that was that was at Guardians that's at their peak. That couldn't have been a cheap license to Batman, to Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, Batman, and some things like that. I think the 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 all all buying this this yeah right for the franchises were killing their their yeah their company. Plus, they had real good voice acting, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And then you yeah, have to pay the, the yeah, and you have to pay the actual developers too, the game designers, and something like yep. that. The story writers and and yeah. all that that adds up so much. And mm-hmm. to be honest, playing Batman on Xbox was a pain in the ass because it kept stuttering. I, it was so ridiculous. It it stuttered even when you started 
the game on the title screen the, the music just kind of repeated itself and i was just laughing and crying at the same time somehow it's just why because and the, the other problem is you men uh, you mentioned learning from their mistakes Reza. the one yeah. thing that probably prevented them from that is their extremely high workload hmm Look at how many games they released since 2012, since The Walking Dead. Mm. It's I... 14. Yeesh. I had not taken that. I had. I didn't realize they made that many games. I'll be honest yeah. with you. Mm -hmm. And that's each with around five episodes. Ugh. Mm. And that's that's a workload that just is not good for you. Yeah, and the the content was always good because I, as in my opinion, because every episode was about two or three hours or something. Mm -hmm. So, it's it's a long, yeah, it's a long time you you have for one episode, and developing takes up a lot of time too. Yeah. So it was a lot to develop, a lot to do, a lot to coordinate, and it was. Mm -hmm. It's sad. And, it was just bad management. And according to some of the devs who spoke out on Twitter, a lot mm -hmm. of these devs for, who work for Telltale, they were talking about working like super long shifts. We're talking like... It was essentially mm -hmm. crunch mode all the time. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's ass. <laughs> like, yep. holy yeah. crap. That destroys mm -hmm. anyone. Yeah, absolutely. And then you, you let's face it, often you don't get paid as much as you work. Oh, <laughs> it's just like that. No, um, especially when it comes to like overtime, because everyone likes to talk about yeah. how overtime would make up for a lot of this crunch. Here's the thing. Now, I can't speak for places around the world, but in the USA... 40 hours is considered full-time. Everything after 40 is considered yeah. overtime. I can tell you, however, <laughs> that once you hit about 50 hours, you basically don't see any more money. You're making more, but um, taxes end up eating mm. pretty much okay. everything after 50. So okay. Also, it depends if you even get paid overtime. Which is mm -hmm. ass then, that they might not yeah. be getting paid overtime. I, I mean, I can't from what remember. I've read... In an article, they did. They do theoretically get pretty much unlimited paid time off to balance the overtime. But obviously, the culture there discouraged the people from even taking that over which, uh, that paid time out. Which really so. is a dick move. Like, how are you? How are you gonna be like? Yeah, you get all the, you get paid, you get the time off whenever you need it, dude. Don't even worry about it, homie. And then, like, you put in, you know, three hundred hours worth of work. You know what I mean? You get very mm. few breaks. Yeah. You don't get much yeah. time off, yeah. and you're like, I need the time away. Mm -hmm. And they're like, Nah, dog. I need. We need you here. You know, we got yeah. a lot going on. Yeah, can you push on. it back, you? Yeah, can you push it back or, a year, well, something like they, that? Mm. They probably didn't do it quite actively like that, but more uh, like, okay, you can, but, uh, well, that other project is on fire currently. So could you maybe look mm. at that and after that? Something like that probably. Yeah. In because like they that. had problems all the time. 
and yeah, having sure. worked somewhere I... that like tried to discourage you from taking time off like that sucks mm-hmm. that is yep. such yeah. ass especially yeah. if it's all the time i mean i couldn't i yeah. can understand if it's periodical if you have some mm-hmm. kind of high workload at the time so that you say okay these yeah. few weeks here it's we would prefer if you stay here but after that no problem right like yeah. i can understand if it's like like i used to work in a deli and we mm-hmm. we had like mm-hmm. horrific turnover right so yeah. nine times out of ten we were running skeleton crew so it was mm-hmm. very difficult for me to get time off <laughs> Yeah, because like if I leave for even a couple of days, that essentially put screws the entire thing up at that point. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. So, like I'd have to wait until either a the manager decided to hire more staff and hope that staff stayed around. Uh, so you returning after the few days would be that gif of the guy with the pizzas returning and the place on fire. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Just absolute luna. And what the most common thing that would happen is I would wait until we had the right staffing, right? I would get back from my time away, and then like half mm-hmm. the new staff would have quit. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, wish I wish I could make this place. up. I wish. I wish yeah. I could make this up. I would get back from my shift and I'd look at my schedule. I'd get back from my time away. Look at my schedule. And half the people who I just spent the last few weeks training, gone. Gone. (laughs) Oh, my. Yeah. Oh, my. So, like, I get that culture, though. You know what I mean? And I got to be real Mm -hmm. with you. I'm surprised that we didn't hear more about, like, turnover at Telltale, really. Because, I mean, we had that story Mm -hmm. about a year ago about a CD Projekt Red and, Mm -hmm. like, their turnover, their turnover rate in that corporate culture. But we never really heard much about Telltale, so I I have to start. There was that article from The Verge that detailed a lot of it. Was there? I never heard about that article. But before before that, no, not really. Except Hmm. a book I've been reading that detailed how what it was like there at the change time when they essentially got big with The Walking Dead. Mm -hmm. Okay. They never adapted to that expansion. They kept their development uh, structure essentially the same, which just doesn't work. Because mm-hmm. I mean, these games, each chapter, there was a, there was a, there wasn't a large amount of time in between each chapter being released. Mm-hmm. Was there? Maybe yeah. a month or two, give or take. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Yeah, I probably. Had... I mean. As I said, I 14, 14 games overall in yeah. uh, six years. Jesus mm-hmm. Christ, that number. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember how how much time it was in between the episodes, but it it couldn't be long. No. Jesus Christ, when you when you when you rap, when you put it like that, Jesus, that's a lot. That's a lot <laughs> of games in a short amount of time. Holy yeah. <laughs> crap. Oh. With The Walking Dead, it was five episodes, and that went from April to November of 2012. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's not... Yeah. Wow. A month. At most two. Mm. Wow, that's... Something like that, yeah. That's insane. Whew. Well, and, best uh, of... 
Well, finances are of course an issue. And so do any of you know which of the games made a profit? I could guess. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, aside from Walking Dead, you mean? I mean, obviously, that one, I'd assume... Well, which well. of the Walking Deads? Uh, the first one. The first the yep. first season of Walking Dead, I yeah. assume, did the best. Yep. Um, I wouldn't know about the second one, though, because I didn't play that yeah, one. Yeah, that one didn't. It didn't do well? Really? No. Mm-mm. It was only the first... Yeah, it was the first, and then, yeah, season two was nearly half of it, right? Yeah. And the Wolf Among Us numbers, but it didn't make a profit, definitely. Yeah, yeah, and um, I think the worst was actually um the last one that they had um released, like Guardians of the Galaxy, didn't do. Well, Minecraft Story Mode Season 2 wasn't really well received. And um, yeah, not even Batman. The Enemy Within wasn't really selling Batman well on was, Steam. I think the worst. Yeah, on Steam, it was one, really the worst. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it wasn't really good. It's strange. It's really strange. Now what I'm reading out, allegedly both Batman games were the mm-hmm. worst commercial failures. Mm-hmm. For them yeah oh, something like that something the like that is... and minecraft wasn't really doing good either so after the walking dead first season the first game after that that made a profit again was minecraft story mode the first oh season. yeah yep that was the oh, first one besides made that besides that nothing holy crap <laughs> they did uh, publish Seven Days to Die on consoles. That made them money, mm-hmm. but everything else. Wolf Among Us, everything post-season of Walking Dead, Borderlands, Game of Thrones, everything. Failure. Jesus Christ. It's just uh, really, really sad because the games were actually really good. Yeah. I played The Walking Dead and um, The Wolf Among Us and Taste from the Borderland. You have to be a sucker for some yeah, for that genre and then the kind of games they do and i enjoyed them but of course they had their ups and downs but mm. yeah i think it was they were good games and i was pretty excited to play more of them so yeah i will i will I say know. telltale did run into a little bit of a problem with some of their later games and that's mm-hmm. i hate to say it man but the, the whole choice thing never really never really panned yeah in a way that you have to like it. Mm-hmm. It never really panned the way you would expect, and I never. Ex- I mean, I always tam- tempered my expectations. But even when you made mm-hmm. super extreme choices, right? Nine times mm-hmm. out of ten, you the game didn't really um, do much if you kind of played yeah. it in the middle. Like if you mm-hmm. made extreme choices on like one portion of the game, but you kind of went kind of moderate on the other half of the game, it didn't. Mm-hmm. You kind of ended up with a pretty middling ending. <laughs> yeah, true. Like mm-hmm. I played through Wolf Among Us, and I played it mm-hmm. like a shithead cop. <laughs> so basically, what I did was, I my rule, my rule was, I would talk shit to people all day long, but if you put your hands on me, I'm beating the crap out of you. That was my rule. Mm-hmm. So I played it that way. Okay. And uh, 
the game didn't throw me much of a didn't throw me much of a good or a bad ending really it, mm -hmm. it just kind of mm -hmm. ended <laughs> okay so. yeah yeah that's that's the the problem with those uh yeah story related things and making choices if you would do drastic things you would spend even more time it's it's just like the octopath thing that we discussed in the previous episode if you do the banter and interact really really yeah different every little thing you you do different in in yeah party changes or even yeah making another decision it would be a lot to write and yeah balancing around which kind of brings up the problem with their claiming you have a choice when how much choice do yeah. you have when inevitably speaking you're going to go down mostly the same road like the yeah story's going to end mostly the same way so the only game yeah I you have the only game that did anything with like the whole point and click thing that i was kind of into was like back to the future like mm -hmm. because yeah, that, that was way before yeah mm -hmm. before the walking dead and there that other was two things, years yeah. before the walking dead Oh, was it really? Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. Huh. That was their first big license. That that was actually notable to me because that was the closest they've gotten to being a legit point-and-click game. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. and every before that, even the Sam and Max games, they were more like point-and-click games. Mm -hmm. But I think what what they uh, became famous for, The Walking Dead was what kind of broke their back at the same time because mm. those aren't really point and click adventures anymore they choose your own adventure books with very limited uh possibilities mm. <laughs> i mean i haven't played the later ones but, <laughs> but i haven't played the later ones but puzzles aren't really a thing in there are they mm. Mm -mm. rudimentary no. maybe hmm I don't remember. I really don't yeah. remember. And the last thing that I played was obviously the last episode of The Walking Dead, season four. Mm -hmm. And yeah, before that, it was Batman, the evil within, mm -hmm. uh, the enemy within. Yeah. But I can't remember anything. It was like, yeah, big puzzles or something like that now. Mm -hmm. And the games itself, but I mean, besides having new stories, new characters, and a new mm -hmm. setting, they didn't really change much, did they? No, that's that's the thing, too. They didn't really change much. And yeah, that's that's the thing. You you have to, to like it and yeah, just enjoy yeah, the be the, the game for being itself. And if you like the previous before, I can yeah, I can kind of relate if some people just walked away because they felt bored out of it but i'm a sucker for games like that i like that I even even though i if i yeah i just enjoy the thing that they tell me and yeah mm -hmm. i can see past the yeah, the thing that i don't really have a choice or that the choice that i make don't really make that much effort you know <laughs> so you essentially like good stories yeah mm-hmm that's why I like, uh, yeah, visual novels um, a lot too. And many people don't like it, and I can I can understand because it's just like, yeah, uh, why don't why don't you read a book then? You know, 
but yeah you have to like it it's so, it's, it's a think, difficult genre yeah i think that's the thing why they tried oh, to pick up license after license after mm -hmm. license because mm. they saw that the way they make the games it's it's not the games themselves that pull the customers in but the licenses the stories the characters yeah sure yeah probably sure. I wouldn't doubt it. But since you brought up visual novels, can we all have a conversation about how the Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney trilogy is coming to Switch? Absolutely. <laughs> for the first time Yay! ever. Awesome. <laughs> it's awesome to see them on yeah, platforms and yeah. Cause Nintendo I'm actually I'm actually I won't say 100% surprised, but I'm more curious how they're going to be tailoring these games to, like, yeah. platforms that don't have, like, a touchscreen or a mouse. Yeah, that's really interesting. Because they're, they're coming out to, yeah, they're coming out to all the major platforms. So I'm really curious mm -hmm. to see how they're going to make that work on, say, an Xbox, yep. if it's going to be menu-based or how they're going to do it. Obviously, mm -hmm. I'm getting yeah. it for Switch. I mean, I have a touch screen. <laughs> um, I don't yeah, know how sure. they're going to handle mm -hmm. the dual screen thing, though. That's going to be a little oh yeah, a little weird. But maybe um, splitting the screen or something. But this is this is really interesting, and I haven't thought about that fact that you have your cord um, files and something like that, the evidence and such. You had them on the yeah on the um, probably on the one screen. Yeah, I think so too. But so, it's really interesting guys, how they translate it. You guys it. know that Phoenix Wright was the Phoenix Wright trilogy was originally Game Boy Advance games in Japan. Yes. <laughs> I I did not know that when I first started playing the game. Oh, really? No, I didn't. I yeah, I've read that it's somewhere before, so I wasn't surprised about that. And I knew that. Well, fact, there yeah. you go. They already have experience with not having it on dual screen. Yeah, that's true. But still, it's just so funny. It's really interesting that they basically took, because if if you look at if you compare like the uh, Game Boy Advance games to the DS versions, the only major differences were I think the better sounding music. Obviously, because the DS could have pulled mm. that off pretty well, but they didn't change much. That and the extra case at the end of the first game, where they used like the 3D. Uh, oh yeah. Where you could like move evidence around, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you could do all that like mm -hmm. investigation stuff, stuff that they didn't bring mm -hmm. back until Apollo Justice, and then barely did anything with. Yeah, mm -hmm. I know. What I'm not mean. salty about that at all. I'm sorry. No, I'm 100% no, salty. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm not noticing anything there. <laughs> there's no, there's no saltiness on this from me. I don't no. feel slightly cheated. <laughs> Hang on. Yeah, I know what you shovel. mean. <laughs> yeah, get me. Let's get some water, people. I'm only slightly annoyed that they pitched Apollo Justice as fully utilizing all the cool features that they showed in that final case of Phoenix Wright 1, only to use it like three times. Thanks. They used Thanks. it all. 
Tanks game, he really fully <laughs> utilized those new functions. <laughs> Money yeah, well spent. Really... <laughs> it's disappointing, I know, I know. But these screenshots <laughs> of the uh, of the re-release, they look clean. Mm -hmm. I'm so excited. Mm, yeah, and the look... trailer did too. Awesome. So, hopefully this does well. Because I would like to yeah. start seeing the rest of the Phoenix Wright games brought to Switch and brought to other platforms. Along with mm -hmm. seeing them, maybe, and I, I'm going to say maybe, I would like to start mm -hmm. seeing a lot of these Phoenix Wright games especially the later ones, get a physical release. Because a lot of the yes, ones please. you've done up until now for the 3DS have been digital only. So... Yes, 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 If I yes. could get me a physical please. release, that would be... Mwah. Yeah. <laughs> per perfect. <laughs> perfect. You, you, that's it. Mm -hmm. That's all you have to do. Just give me a physical release, Capcom, please. Yep. And please do release the the titles that you haven't released outside of Japan. Oh, you mean oh, you mean like the uh, Sherlock Holmes Phoenix Wright yeah. game that they yeah. pitched at one of the Tokyo uh -huh. game shows? Yes. So and um actually what was it? Oh man, what was the spin-off with uh, Miles Edgeworth? They oh, they had yeah. the, the, Ace Investigations. Yeah, thank you. They ha I, I played the, the first one and it was funny and really good, in my opinion. And the second one, accordingly to fans, is even better. And they, Capcom hasn't released it outside of Japan. There is a fan dub or something like that around, but I haven't played it. So I, I just can't rely also, on people. I think that's also partly because people were expecting it to be a courtroom game. And yeah. <laughs> it isn't. Yeah, but people, it says investigations. <laughs> it's just fun to see it in, yeah, as another perspective, if you ask me. It's one of the reasons, it's... and I'm going to slightly spoil the third, the, one of the cases from the third game, folks, if you haven't played la, it. La, 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 la. <laughs> if you haven't played it, skip ahead like a solid like two minutes, because this is important. <laughs> There's a, a scene out of like the third game where like Edworth gets um, Phoenix's uh, defense attorney badge, and mm -hmm. um, he plays as a defense attorney. <laughs> he takes Phoenix. He takes Phoenix's place on the bench as a defense attorney, and he has to go up against Von uh, against Francesca von Karma in the courtroom. <laughs> And it's amazing yeah. because at one point during it, I know. Edgeworth, Edgeworth is like thinking to himself like, man, I get a real rush out of this. No wonder Phoenix likes it so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just really funny to, to hear you say Francisca von Karma. Actually, I'm sorry. This is just totally not related, but it was just so funny. <laughs> I... I love these games, so please, Capcom, listen. Yes. Give me a physical release. That's all you have to do, yes. please. If you do this, yes, you will get my money. <laughs> and don't, yeah. don't, and don't you dare do the spiral bullshit where you put the first game on a Switch cart <laughs> and I had to download the rest. <laughs> don't pull that shit with me. Yeah. DS games are not we'll that see big. If that actually happens. Hmm. We'll see if that actually will happen. 
DS games aren't that big, are they? Well, this okay. No. They're enhanced ports, though. So I had. I to mean, with that. Spyro because they did delay it, and True. I think that was one of the reasons. Yeah, but still, come on. Don't, Those don't, are DS games. Don't do don't it. Don't do that shit to us. <laughs> Look, Capcom, <laughs> listen, listen. If you're worried about the cost, I'll pay you fifty for this. I don't care, Capcom. Please, <laughs> please. <laughs> I know. I'm the same. It's it's just yeah. I just want a physical release, okay? So okay. Next on the... in terms of DS games coming to another platform, there's another one I'm looking forward to. Oh oh okay. yes oh I know which That's one. That's yours. Ends with you. Final release. Oh yes yes yes. That so, game was so good. This was this was this is actually a game I got for Christmas from a friend oh. of mine a few years. <laughs> So, funny story, me and my friend Autumn used to work at GameStop together, right? Like, we worked there for mm -hmm. all, like, two years. And we had the physical cart of The World mm -hmm. Ends With You in the store being sold. And okay. I had told her how much I wanted the game. And she actually had the case of the game that she had taken from a trade and just kept at her house. So, I don't know why she kept the case, but she did. So, like, that Christmas, she ends up giving me a complete copy because she bought the game put it in the case and gave it to me oh. for Christmas. So nice. I have, Oh, yeah, That's I know. A nice present. It's an amazing <laughs> Christmas present. Oh yeah. <laughs> Cause that game was hard to find. Oh yeah, true. But yeah, that one's looking really good. I think they're also adding some stuff mm -hmm. to it, aren't they? Yep. There's another uh, mm -hmm. chapter essentially at the end there. That's that's really and good. Who knows if it sells well, we might be getting more of that. Yeah, I, think I hope so too. Because the producer has been hinting at some things. Mm -hmm. So let's hope. Yeah. I mean, Fingers it was crossed. it was really random that they had World End with You references and like Dream Drop Distance for Kingdom Hearts on 3DS. Yeah. That was mm -hmm. so random. Because <laughs> like totally. Nobody so probably had... thought, oh, we need something more in there. Let's uh, roll the dice. And, oh, okay, that one. Boop, put it in there. <laughs> like, this, okay, is right. this is literally a case where Square was like, hey, so we have a lot of franchises. Maybe we should cross one of them over with our uh, 3DS Kingdom Hearts game. Okay, but, like, which mm. one? Capcom does it all the time, so let's do it, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, but, yeah. See Devil May Cry 5, Mega Buster. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a thing. Or the pasta breaker. That's that's or even better, like Shimigami Tensei three having uh Dante in it. Uh, yeah, literally Dante. Oh, yeah. Nocturne True. was that right? Yes, that was Nocturne. Mm -hmm. Now that was apparently only the American release because I think the the other releases had a different character as a stand-in, but. Hmm. And uh, and the Amer the American release I know for sure they used Dante yeah. for that character role, which fit, and it was awesome. But still, Capcom, <laughs> thank you for injecting your characters in completely random ass places. <laughs> so yeah. the next on the docket is uh, something I didn't know about until. Uh, cd told me and by the time he <laughs> told me the video was no longer 
up. It had been deleted. (laughs) So The Verge, if you don't know, they are sort of a conglomerate, newsy, kind of hippie. Yeah, tech news site, essentially. Tech news site. They're kind of a a conglomeration of a lot of different things. Mm. And they had decided to do a how to build a PC build. PC and not just any build. PC, a $2,000 gaming PC. I want to emphasize the $2,000 part, because that's going to be very, very <laughs> important later. I need you all to keep that part in mind. <laughs> so I want to emphasize a point here. I don't know if the dude that they had on camera is 100% to blame for this. Because, well, okay, because here's the thing, right? Like, maybe the dude, maybe the one at the office who actually knew how to build a PC and not be a train wreck, maybe he wasn't, like, attractive or good on camera. So they picked, like, this dude. And they picked this dude who, you know, maybe he maybe they thought he looked better on camera. Like, yo, dude, build a PC on camera and, like, don't die. But... <sighs> So there's a lot of reasons why this video got pulled down. One is they give some terrible building advice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Holy crap, some terrible building advice. Uh, we're talking... Where to begin? Let's so... see. Um, maybe not use a Swiss army knife as your main tool. <laughs> um, Even if it has a multi... Uh, use a screwdriver or maybe and this is just me when you're talking about anti-static straps don't just use a rubber wristband and not connect it to anything that's not literally it's it's just it's just one of those little rubber wristband things you get like concerts and shit that's all it is that's all he has on his arm yeah <laughs> i mean it is probably one of those that you would use to Ground yourself, but not just that. Like, because you need to connect that to something and, to ground yourself. And let's let's talk about the fact that this dude um, didn't pay attention to how he put the RAM in. So you know, yes. single channel. <laughs> right, a few seconds after mentioning, we chose this RAM because a it has LEDs. And B, it's fast. <laughs> and then you put it in single channel mode where you can't utilize any of that speed. Good job. Yeah. Oh. Oh, and um C D, buddy. Yeah. Um you you have to put the power supply on those pads and not let it touch the case, elsewise it will short out the power supply. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, obviously. <laughs> It'll short out the power supply. That's that's why. That's why you do that. Not. <laughs> oh, and, uh, and, and 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 CD. You yeah. know, when you have a an AIO cooler for your computer, you clearly still have to put a crap ton of thermal paste <laughs> on the CPU. <laughs> a little not safe for work tip here. If you apply cooler paste to your CPU, do not take your references from Bukake. 
Like, <laughs> what? Oh, and the best part, the real, <laughs> the real kicker, and mm. this is the part that, like, the few reaction videos I saw, and even when I saw this, I was kind of like, yo, come on, dude, really? He finished, okay, first, the PC, the PC posts, and I don't think it did originally. I think they cut and had to fix it. <laughs> they did, yeah. I they did say they did uh, change some things and couldn't reshoot them. So, yes, they definitely changed stuff. But, okay, so they changed stuff, and they didn't cable manage at all. Yep. <laughs> the PC looks terrible. It looks horrible. It should not look like a jungle in there. You shouldn't need a machete to get through those cables. Like, we're not talking about building a PC back in the 90s. The case he was using, I looked up the case. There is plenty uh -huh. of space for cable management. What? Like, And also one of the uh, videos mentioned the way he screwed in the water cooler. Oh! He... He yeah. used the wrong screws there. Oh. <laughs> if he would have, uh, he could have punctured the water cooler. Oh. Look, look, I. My, the reason, the reason I didn't, the reason I took this video to be so egregious. Uh -huh. Aside from the fact that it was The Verge. Yeah, and millions of people, if not hundreds of thousands of people, would potentially watch this video. This video mm -hmm. could have easily have ended up as a top search result if someone was to type in how to build a PC. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, that might be a little bit of a problem. <laughs> a little bit. The problem I had with this is that they openly, he openly quotes that this is a $2,000 PC. Yeah, he does. Uh, that's this. in the title. That's in the title. Was it in the title? Yes, it was in the title. Oh, okay. How to build a $2,000 gaming PC. That was the title. <laughs> so, he builds, oh, his, he builds his 2000... I can't, I can't. Guys, listen. <laughs> Guys, I don't <laughs> have... Then... I don't have $2,000 to just blow and then fuck up a PC this badly. And there's another thing. What game does he use as a presentation? Oh, afterwards, okay. uh, fucking League of Legends. <laughs> Keep in mind the most hardware power-consuming game ever. Obviously. Keep, Keep in mind this is when a two thousand dollar PC is a fairly yeah. powerful machine. Mm -hmm. you, you're, yeah. you can play a lot with that machine. So the pure fact that this individual, and again, I don't know. If if he was the one calling the shots, but here's the thing: even even if he had like a techie dude who like wasn't on camera, but he was kind of like directing, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. directing things. That was a I'm favor. Pretty, I'm pretty sure least. even he would have said, "Yo, maybe we should benchmark something a little bit more intensive than League of Legends." Yeah. And uh, homeboy, in the video, if you ever hear this, which you won't, but if you ever do. Don't... <laughs> I don't know if you know this or not, homie, but I, 
look, I don't want to get elitist. It's not my not my style. It's not who I am as a person. But uh, it's very obvious to tell this dude actually wasn't playing. I don't think he was trying. Yeah, I mean, you actually have to put in some effort to even get to the $2,000 mark with a gaming PC. You really do. Even that... if you take a reasonably powerful gaming rig, you don't get to that number. Not easily. You'd, you'd have to splurge on a lot. Yeah. Like, on multiple parts, you would have to just be throwing money at the PC to get to $2,000. And the fact yeah. that The Verge handed this dude $2,000 worth of parts and said, build it on camera. <laughs> and what kills me is there was a tweet from someone at The Verge who was like, these these tech YouTubers aren't journalists. <sighs> Word? Yeah, obviously, the one that did that video also wasn't. Word? Yo, you really want to do this right now? Like, is this is this the is this the way you wish to die as a as a PR person right now? And I mean, obviously, <laughs> when you have when you have fucked up this badly and have to disable comments and ratings, yeah. it's Which... obviously the toxic gamers that are at fault. Of course. Of course, of course, absolutely. Of course, the toxic <laughs> gamers are the reason why you. Because you... instead of actually saying, "Yep, we did wrong. This wasn't good," they blamed it on that. But they still deleted the video, so it's not even like they yep. gained anything out of this. Like how you delete? Okay, if they had just removed comments and ratings but kept the video up, dude, I'd have way more respect for them. They two... did that for a while, but apparently after a while that wasn't enough. They had, and I, I don't think, I think The Verge is just not going to do, either they're going, if they're going to do another one of these, they're probably going to make sure they pick someone who can actually <laughs> do. <laughs> so oh, you know people are going to pick that apart to hell and back. <laughs> yeah, sure, but here's the thing though, like, ugh. Man, that video. I'm 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 sad I missed the video being up. But there are mirrors of it. I I'm sad I'm sure. I missed like the original, the OG, the Verge video. This video is going to go down in history. I hope. Yeah. Now I mean the reaction videos are still up and I'm pretty sure there is the original as a mirror. Is very likely. Also oh, the helps. reaction videos hmm. are priceless on their own. Oh yeah. Now, one of the last things we're going to be talking about on this show is a it's a two parter. It's a it's a two for one deal involving Nintendo because Nintendo just they 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 do all the right things and then somehow manage to still do all the wrong things at the same time so let's talk about that direct because i'm gonna be honest with you i was kind of surprised they 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 i realized that there were people who just wanted smash which i didn't want mm -hmm. another direct just about smash personally mm -hmm. i dig smash a lot but I would have been a little sick of it at that point if they had dedicated a whole half of this direct to Smash. 
But surprisingly, yeah. while there were... I feel like this was a really good opportunity for Nintendo to be like, hey, you know, our platform is just as capable. We can, we have the kind of games that pretty much anybody would want to play. And they announced, like, some weird stuff. Like, they announced City Skylines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They announced I mean, Civ 6. Yeah. As a, well, as a preface on how many re- remasters and ports and all they had, could we call this the Nintendo redirect? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, they they really leaned into that aspect of it. And okay, so because in terms of new announcements, there was only two things, I think. Yeah, they they rehashed yeah. a few old anna- a few announcements we'd already seen. Like there's that mech game coming out to Switch that they also showed. Yep sum up which mm-hmm. is a new game that is that is a new game well but yeah but i mean in terms of really new announcements i right, think no, those there were two in there yeah we didn't really mm. get any like genuine new announcements so only mm. the luigi mansions three yes and, and animal crossing one and personally I understand why people might have thought this this direct was a little lackluster. I get it. <laughs> At the same time, though, I feel like this direct, in some ways, was... I said some ways, because there are things... There's something about this direct I'm going to have to talk about at some point. Uh, there's some... In some ways, I feel like this direct was more of Nintendo kind of gaining back, almost lost ground from, like, the... like. If you guys remember when the Wii when the Wii U launched, they made this huge deal about like third party support and how they were gonna have yeah. all the games mm. that were out for the other platforms and they were gonna be just as competitive. I feel like what that, Nintendo yeah. did with this direct was kinda like that. You know what I mean? Like they mm-hmm. were yeah. they were like, Hey, yeah. we're we have all we have a lot of the same toys the competitors do, you know, you don't need I, I genuinely feel like Nintendo is trying to shoot at this notion that they could be a standalone versus being like a companion console to like mm-hmm. your primary. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like you don't need to have a Switch and a PS4 to have a full gaming experience. You can just have your Switch. I mean, at the time of uh, the release of the Switch, they already emphasized that they have a lot of third-party support. Even more than the Wii U. Yeah, but they they emphasized they had a lot of third party support with the yeah. Wii U, and we didn't have any third party support. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I know, but I mean that was a repeating pattern there. But now they showed, yeah, we really do. We, which is great. Which yep. now the part I mean they they announced Katamari Katamari Damacy reroll uh, reroll which. Yep. I'm kind of excited about. I I like me some Katamari. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I didn't see that which one also, coming. Which is also coming to PC, surprisingly. Uh, is it really? Yep. Hell yeah. Everyone need. Everyone deserves to be able to roll balls. Yep. <laughs> now, I I can't talk about the direct without talking about the direct's attempt at explaining Nintendo online. Yeah. 
Okay, mm-hmm. so before we're not going to talk about the service, we're going to talk about how the direct pitched the service because that is so baffling to me. I have never in my life heard someone pitch the notion of paying for something as being a, a fucking privilege. <laughs> what? Like, that was their pitch. Is like, now when, now you can pay for your online and get all these benefits. Um, huh? Which most you got before for free. Okay. And like, they, they pitched like the cell phone app as being this sort of party thing where you can like talk to your friends and like have this group conversation with like the people who are sitting next to you and the people over the phone. And I'm like, what? Why? Why are we still keeping with this app? <laughs> Why is this yeah, app I don't get still, it. still a thing? Like, and then I like, know. I and mean, then... they can't exactly put in uh, headphone con- head uh, headset connectors into the uh, controllers uh, afterwards. <laughs> no, no, they can't. I know. And then, like, there's the cloud saves that they 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 do spend a decent amount of time talking about. Now, I mm-hmm. I mentioned this in our our chat that I am actually getting habit i have like the online service i'm getting it basically for free because of the family group i'm a part of one member is paying for the year he's just going to pay for it outright to let us all try it for the year and then we'll go from there and decide who's going to stick around with the group who's not and then they can assess that all out i will give Mm -hmm. them credit the cloud saves as far as i can tell if you have them set automatically they they they're fairly seamless you you really wouldn't know. Which is how it should be. Yeah. Which which is I, how PlayStation and Xbox has had it since I don't know when for several years. So I I'll give them I'll give them that much. They're at least they're at least on on par. <laughs> they're at least on par <laughs> with the rest of the competition on that note. Uh... <laughs> Not quite, since you don't have the ability to call to spec up the saves locally. And, like, okay, so Nintendo has openly now claimed that, like, at least two or so games are not going to be compatible with the cloud saves outright. Uh, Splatoon 2, which is stupid, considering the fact the only reason why they're not letting Splatoon 2 be backed up is because your ranking, your online ranking data is on your console. Why? 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 Why would you do that? That is ridiculous. Why would you? Why would you store the online ranking data on the local console? That is what? No, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> this is literally the dumbest idea. And what kills me? What kills me is that this is easily fixable. This is not like an, an unfixable mm. problem. Nintendo can fix mm. this. They just don't want to. For whatever reason. Why have it linked to like your account? Like 
You know what I mean? Like, have it linked to, like, mm-hmm. your account or something. Don't have the data saved on the console. That... <laughs> Why? Why would you do that? <laughs> and, like, okay, Pokemon, you can't do it. Which, okay, um, we can all rest assured Animal Crossing isn't going to have backup saves. We already know that's mm-hmm. not... Yep. That's that's not gonna be a thing. Let's just let's just get that shit out the way <laughs> immediately. That's not gonna be a thing. Animal Crossing will not have it. Um, that no. Uh, even if even if Animal Crossing, even if Nintendo doesn't pitch Animal Crossing as an online full featured game, even if they try to pitch the game as being a single player experience, they're not going to. They're going to avoid that. So. Animal Crossing won't. Pokemon isn't. I think Diablo 3 won't either. I think they will support cloud saves. I don't know. From what I've heard. Let me know then, because I'm not entirely sure. And, like, the more baffling thing is that they announced, like, as a privilege, Mm -hmm. if you sign up for the service, you can buy these NES controllers Mm -hmm. oh yeah (laughs) which Mm -hmm. can only be used for the nes games yeah and only have any functionality with the switch which to me alone is a reason to not get the damn thing Mm. yeah i also i also heard it's a pain in the ass for some people they couldn't even get them and it was just yeah registering online and then just getting it was just a pain in the ass and i mean it's a nice idea but i don't get the point either just like you said you're just too limited with it so i think the best nintendo can hope for in general i think the best that like the fans can hope for is that nintendo will expand the service but the problem with that logic the problem is is that why why should we why Mm. don't you launch this service fully Mm -hmm. featured because it doesn't make any sense either a nintendo has no confidence in their ability to do an online service so mm-hmm. they they don't they don't want to put too much into it, which is a garbage reason. If you have no if you have no confidence in your ability to do a paid online service, don't do paid online services. Then <laughs> this <laughs> isn't <laughs> this isn't rocket science, people. <laughs> well, for Nintendo, apparently it is. Like, like okay, like okay. I have not played anything online. Yeah, because I only recently just got the service. So I haven't Mm -hmm. tested the online yet. But from what I've been able to find out, the NES games that you can play online, you can only play online with your friends. You cannot play online with random people. Mm -hmm. Which, I mean... Eh, I'm a little mixed. Better make some friends then. I'm a little mixed (laughs) on that. notion that you have to be friends with people in order to play the nes games with them i uh, i I guess whatever it's not a huge deal personally the nes games aren't really that big of a deal to me to begin with um Mm -hmm. as Mm -hmm. i didn't really have much of an attachment to the nes so personally speaking yeah same personally speaking 
I would only really be interested in this sort of Netflix-ish, this Netflix-like service if they started to expand it outward towards like other Nintendo platforms. But given Nintendo's mm. track history of only really being willing to have things as far up as like what the N64 on their virtual console as of recently, that was the highest they've ever went was the N64, the N64 mm-hmm. and Game Boy Advance. They haven't done it. They have not done anything else virtual console wise since the Wii or the Wii U that has gone beyond those two. They will not go beyond like the Game Boy Advance. So to me, at least given their history, anybody who has any sort of notion to believe that Nintendo is suddenly going to spend the R&D dollars and, you know, potentially put GameCube games on this platform. (laughs) (laughs) keep dreaming keep keep dreaming yeah oh oh other news uh the service has now been hacked and people have now managed to hack the the nes emulator because of course they did (laughs) interesting that was quick yeah (laughs) that's that's an understatement (laughs) jesus christ I, I just, the there's so much about this service that, like, I can't. Yeah, that's why I don't get it, the actually. O- the only reason, the only thing that this service has going for it is the price. Mm. And yeah. the problem with being able to claim you're the cheapest is that there is... A subconscious sort of connotation with that mm. you know what i mean like like it's cheaper therefore it's lesser you know what i mean like yeah well yeah it's it's not it doesn't cost as much so it's probably not as good and we already yeah. know look at the details that's pretty much confirmed yeah when we already know nintendo's <laughs> track history with online has been <laughs> less than stellar <laughs> Mm-hmm. I mean, that's an this, understatement as this well. Is a, this is a company that has still <laughs> insisted on using friend codes. Yeah. Uh, oh, shit. Why? Yeah. I know. And then this freaking friend code is long as hell, too. <laughs> like, what? Nintendo. Homies. Yeah. My, my boys. <laughs> what? Just what? It's just like with Nintendo, I have the feeling what? worked in the past will work today as well sometimes yeah. and no actually so. no the yes. 3ds was the first time they actually had the nintendo account at all mm-hmm. yeah true mm-hmm. and that wasn't from the start either it, no they added it here's the thing right mm-hmm. here's here's my big issue with nintendo as in this service not necessarily the service, but like Nintendo's way of thinking. Most times you would assume that if you just, if you, if you just didn't do anything with this, if you, if you didn't like buy into the, the system itself, the, the online service, you could hope that most companies would go, okay, this isn't working. Therefore, we should change it. Here's the hmm. problem, though. Nintendo does not give a flying shit about the Western audience. <laughs> the service yeah. will very the service more than likely will be successful in Japan. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, so more than likely, the Western audience is not going to convince Nintendo to do anything. They're, Nintendo's going to look <laughs> at the Eastern audience and goes, well, they get it. Yeah. <laughs> those those Westerners. Yeah, but what kills me is that like it's not like Nintendo's pioneering shit. Nintendo has no. two other competitors literally sitting right next to them <laughs> that they could look off their papers and cheat off of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the interesting <laughs> thing with Nintendo. On the one hand, they are the first that have a real portable com home console hybrid. On the other mm -hmm. hand, they're in the Stone Age with the online service. Yeah. It's really strange. I mean... Nintendo is an oxymoron in itself. I mean, I guess the mm -hmm. best we can hope for is that maybe Nintendo will wise up. I mean, there's, al there's already been data miners who have data mined some stuff from Splatoon who... Mm -hmm are gathering from what they've data mined that needing that the Nintendo app for voice chat is going to become an optional thing mm -hmm. from what they've data okay. mined. So I mean, with Fortnite, it is an option to use it directly on the switch, right? Which voice mm. I'm surprised Nintendo let them get away <laughs> with that because like, mm. right? Like that undermines you, doesn't mm -hmm. it? Like yeah. Yeah. a little bit. That undermines the <laughs> shit out of you. Because at least before that happened, Nintendo could like say nothing and people could go, well, the Switch can't do that. The Switch isn't powerful enough to run the game and have voice chat through the console. Then Fortnite comes out and it's like, oh. Whoops. Oh, it's possible. Ooh. <laughs> it works. Oh. Oops. Oh. Yikes. Just ignore it. Just ignore it. Where's the rock? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Our, oh. our, the, our console could, in fact, do voice chat directly through the console. It didn't need this S9 Nintendo fucking phone app. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah, another thing with the cloud, with the online service and the cloud saves is that what discourages me from getting it is they allowed backing up your saves with the 3DS. You could simply just say backup cloud sa uh, save data to the SD card. No problem. Mm. Why the hell is it not possible with the Switch? Well, I, I just, I, I, I genuinely, no I want to say, and this is a, this is not a good excuse. <laughs> let me, <laughs> let me, let me say this because. These words are going to come this out of I my mouth hear. in cold death. This I want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> These words are going to come out of my mouth and CD is going to have a look on his face that I've seen before. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I can think of is that Nintendo doesn't want people to suddenly be able to crack the whatever encryption they use on their save files. That's the only way. That's the only thing. Nintendo probably has these save files in some format, right? And Nintendo was like, yo, we let people back this up physically, like on a local media or something. Like, that means we have to trust the consumer to not, like, mess with stuff. And we all know how Nintendo feels about trusting the consumer. 
Yeah, just imagine me having a newspaper in my hands. I know, I know. I didn't say it was a good excuse. <laughs> <laughs> I never said it was a good excuse. <laughs> because like I said, the 3DS allowed that. I know, I know. Yeah. So, and, and here's, the, here's the more weird thing. So, just before the online service came out, it, um, the Nintendo site updated their FAQs, and it mentioned about, like, cloud saves potentially not being held if your service lapsed. Hmm. Here's the thing, mm -hmm. though, and this this was found out, the wording on the American site and the EU site is different. Okay. So, oh, like, yeah. on, okay. the, on the U.S. site, it words it the way it's worded. You would honestly, you would believe that it will not be held there if your service laps. Right, because uh -huh. I, I posted that uh -huh. in our Discord chat um, about like how it was worded on the American site, but the EU site words it as if it will be held for some undisclosed amount of time. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. And you know, this is Nintendo, who, despite knowing about the controversy around this, have still said nothing. I don't. Huh. I don't get Nintendo, man. Why would you not say anything? Really? Say nothing. Again. Yeah, again, The Rock, you know? <laughs> just, they they would sooner say nothing yeah. than... Just... I mean, it's better than put their foot in their mouths again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Just... <sighs> I... I don't want to sit here and say that maybe Nintendo will build out the service because I don't have a lot of faith that they will. Um, and here's the thing, and this is the part that hurts me, right? Because I am a full advocate of don't support shitty business practices. I am. I advocate that wholeheartedly. The problem is is that 90% of the people who are not buying the service right now, we all know are going to buy the service once Smash comes out. Not me. Yeah, I know me not neither. you. <laughs> okay, fine. Neither of you count. Get out of here. Get out the room. You're part of the 10%. All right. Good job in staying different. Yes. Goodness sakes. I'm simply pointing to like yeah, a lot of people. I agree. Will get the online service once Smash launches. Definitely, mm, I think so too. Yeah, I'm not getting Smash in general, but I, I wouldn't doubt it. Which is, mm. which is one of the reasons I have so little faith in like the gaming community at large when it comes to making a stand on something, because yeah, nine times out of ten. As a general community, not individually, as a general community, we don't tend to stand on principle too well. Um, I've seen this way too many times. Uh, Call of Duty Ghost is a great example. That was the worst rated Call of Duty game of all time. People knew the game wasn't going to be good, and it still outsold the last one. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> you want to encourage... It doesn't happen often, but... EA now knows that it does happen. Do I mean do yeah, we want to talk? Do we want to talk about EA and them not? Oh, please, no. Shortly, 
just wanted to, to shortly mention that because Battlefield 5 did suffer pre-order number extremely. It suffered, like, it's so bad that they think delaying it is going to somehow fix the fact that nobody gives a shit about this game. Yeah. And I hope, I, I hope for the betterment of all gamers that they, that people stick to their guns and just don't buy it. If, if yeah. one of these games, if one of these games fails hard enough that these companies legit, legitimately get scared, that could do good. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, but, yeah. I mean, it sucks to sit here and encourage games to fail, but are any of us going to lose sleep if an EA game goes bad? Because <laughs> Generally, prob- no. Especially probably, not if it's Battlefield. I'm probably not going to lose much sleep. So... <laughs> if it goes if it goes under if that game tanks and i hope it does the problem is is that like the game could do badly financially and still sell millions so yeah potentially my my hopes of the game selling under a million and really tanking is probably not <laughs> gonna happen i mean it also already did uh it does lag 85 percent in pre-sales behind call of duty or something like that which is yeah it's quite pretty, extreme it's really extreme now this is my this is the fun part for me guys <laughs> this is the fun part this is the last bullet point Woo! now you open yes. the list this is this is the <laughs> bullet point guys this is it i have been waiting mm-hmm. the entire show <laughs> For this segment, <laughs> finally. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. You got. You can tell I'm excited. <laughs> so, Sony announced the PS Mini, and they only announced a few games. Now, if I was yeah. Sony, <laughs> what would I put on this platform? Huh? Huh? Let's have that conversation. Twisted Metal, straight yeah. off the bat. I think a Twisted Metal game. Mm-hmm needs to be on this i don't necessarily care which ps1 twisted metal it is Mm -hmm. but twisted metal needs to be there i would like to see legacy of kane soul reaver on here as well but eh, i'm hit or miss if they don't Mm -hmm. put it on there so be it if they do so be it i'll i'll take it or leave it either way i would like it I was going to say Crash and or Spyro, but I don't know if they'll do that, though, because of, like, mm. the re-releases. I mean, those both got remasters, so... Yeah, I know, yeah. so I don't think... That's probably I don't... not high on the list. That's not going to be, like, mm. super high on the list. The bigger issue I'm having is that the majority of games on PS1 I own are RPGs. <laughs> that's, that's the big issue. That's the big issue here. And mm-hmm. I am very reticent of the fact that most people may not be a huge fan of RPGs, even though that's like the majority of the good library for the PS1. I would like to see Tactics on it. Yeah, Tactics would be good. Tactics would be amazing. Um, mm-hmm. Sony, if you could, maybe not use the original PS1 controller, but maybe change your mind and do the DualShock. Maybe? Maybe? Just, 
<laughs> Possibly that would be fantastic. <laughs> Just saying, that original PS1 controller. Do you have to use that model? Can't we use the DualShock? Even, even if only like half the games use the analog sticks, the DualShock is still more comfortable. Mm -hmm. world's more comfortable I'm gonna have to say I'd like to see maybe like a Crash Bandicoot Racing or some kind of racing game on there no they already have whoa was it Wipeout or Ridge Racer it's one of Ridge the Racer Type 4 yeah they have a Ridge Racer yeah Ridge Racer there. Type 4 mm -hmm. I was surprised to see them announce Wild Arms on the platform that, that oh, actually yeah. surprised me because mm -hmm. um it's wild arms. <laughs> I mean, there was that wild arms rearmed, uh, not that, not that long ago. Uh, I know there's a game that a lot of people on Twitter have been talking about, which is like Lunar Silver Star Story, the uh -huh. PS1 version. Mm. I don't. Yeah. I kind of want that, but the problem is, is that the company who did make, who localized and brought that game to America for the PS1 kind of went under like a decade ago. Mm. So I don't necessarily know how Sony would be able to pull that particular version. Yeah. I, I don't know if that would happen. I mean, shit, man, like Sony, listen, homie, just, just, <laughs> just, just make this an RPG mini. Oh yeah, that's true. Just, just do that. Just 20 games, like, have, like, five of them be other kinds of games, and then the rest just be RPGs. That's all yeah, you have uh, to do. You will justify yeah. you will justify your $100 price point by yourself <laughs> with that. Which, even I find $100 to be a little bit of a pill to swallow. I do. That, sure. price, that price point kind of hurts me. Um, yeah, it's, I was. It's really... I already mm -hmm. wasn't a fan of the SNES Mini being eighty, mm -hmm. but I I was like, well, it's SNES. It's one of their more prevalent platforms. It's one of their best platforms they had done in a long time. Yeah, okay, I get it. But Sony, a hundred dollars, a hundred dollars, really. A hundred dollars. You really do believe that this, you, I swear to God, man, like when they announce the rest of this game list, you're going to hear about it from me. Cause if I, if it, if it doesn't knock it out of the park at a hundred dollars, come on, man, it better be good. I swear it Absolutely. better be at a hundred. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, I can't let this go. A hundred dollars <laughs> for a mini console. Yeah. That's that's one third the cost of a switch. <laughs> <laughs> True, yeah. True. Yo, but they have good titles too to slap on it, so they could justify it if they don't screw up. I mean you they never they, know. They kind of got my attention by announcing Tekken 3, which means that clearly Sony is mm -hmm. very aware of which games were actually the ones people gave a shit about. I was surprised they announced Tekken 3. I was under the impression that Sony was going to go full dumb and 
fool themselves into thinking Tekken 2 was the better game. Or or be like or be like we're gonna show you where the franchise started, Tekken 1. No. <laughs> yeah. No. Tekken 1 has aged <laughs> terribly. But like look, look, all square, all all Sony has That's to That's probably do. why they took Tekken 3 in there. Yeah. All Sony, all you need to do is just have like majority of just good RPGs or action RPGs on this platform. Legend of Mana? That's a two that's a two player game, Sony. That would be great for this platform. Give me a reason to actually use the second controller, because heaven help me, most people I know who bought these other mini consoles barely ever play two player. But Oh, one last thing, Sony, before I end the, before we end this podcast. Make sure your damn cables are longer than like a foot. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah, at least two feet. <laughs> <laughs> one and a half. Come on. <laughs> the USB cable is going to be a grand total of one point two five feet. <laughs> The thing is, people are justified. I mean, with the USB cable, that depends on what you have as a uh, power supply, because there isn't one in there. There, there isn't what? No. What? 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 It has what? a standard USB plug, but they don't supply the the power uh, power adapter. It... Oh yeah. True. Why? I almost forgot about that. Mm. But why? <laughs> Probably because they well. think everyone already has enough of those. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they're not wrong. Yeah. Okay. True, but still. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, this is this is like the new 3DS not having a power adapter. Yeah, similar, and, but... But, but it's, it's the same company. In... Oh, sorry. Mm -hmm. I mean... <laughs> True that they at least they took a standard uh, standard USB uh, yeah connector. Although a USB cable in itself is in there, just not the power supply. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the power so supply is missing. Essentially, also connected to the TV itself, which in many mm -hmm. cases also has USB connectors. Mm. True. Depends. It depends but, on how much power this thing actually needs. We shouldn't need like that much. much. Yeah, about to say all it's doing is running emulators. Yeah. Yeah, and you also take the extra, yeah, length of your cable off when you would attach it directly into your TV because you know. Right. You get my point, right? Yeah. The thing is, it, it's the same company that has a freaking app for voice. <laughs> Chad, so did you expect that everything goes wrong, right? You know. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> I know. I'm hey, sorry. hey, you know, like being self-aware is hard, guys. <laughs> it's hard, it's man. Being excuse being... me. <laughs> Have you seen that rock? You know. <laughs> from it's, before <laughs> it's it's really hard to be self-aware and and knowing maybe maybe you're barking up the wrong tree <laughs> but like i i'm gonna wait 
and see how this turns out. Hopefully they justify the price point. I still think 100 is a little high. Hmm. Especially if it doesn't potentially have a bunch of really good titles on it to justify that price. I would not have gone for $100. I would have. Yeah, that's that's very much the deciding factor mm-hmm. there. Like 80, 80, 80, I'd be willing to swallow even if some, even if a few of the titles aren't like great. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. at a hundred, like I'm expecting like 90% of these titles to be games I'd want to play. Watch them put Chrono Cross on there. Oh, yeah. Hey, hope so. Oh, yeah. That would be a good choice. Legend of Dragoon, yeah. that was by Sony. I wouldn't doubt that one. Yeah, Legend of Dragoon. As, as much That'd as that game annoys me, I still like the game. <laughs> but yeah, so I hope I hope Sony pulls something big out. They're apparently releasing it during the holidays, so they, they clearly know when their best chance at releasing this is. I don't think I would have put it out during the holidays, though, because you're technically competing with, like, Nintendo dropping Smash. I don't know if I'd really want that kind of competition. I don't think those are all that uh, overlapping. Yeah, but, I mean... I mean, they're not directly overlapping, but you're still... That's still something that could potentially pull people's attention away from your product. True, is, but is the way, I don't the think way that many people that are interested in Smash are at the same time interested in the PlayStation Classic. Oh, yeah, you might be right about that. Mm-hmm. That's true. They might There might not be that big of an overlap. I am probably in the minority for that. But then again, I'm not even getting Smash. So I'm done. I don't even count to begin with, so that's whatever. Uh, Whatever, guys. Whatever. I don't even count. It's no big deal. <laughs> Gamers are dead. Who cares? Whatever. Yeah, Damon's saying it. I'm sorry. I'm never letting that line go. That is never... Which is totally okay. <laughs> that, is, that is the byline for this entire podcast. Gamers are dead. Anyways, anyways, guys, I hope you've all enjoyed this lovely conversation today. If you guys want to download the today's episode, feel free to find it down in the description. Like always, it'll be there for download. Till then, guys, hope you all had a good time. We'll see you all next time. Bye. Bye. All right. Good. Done. In under two hours. Yo! Yes! <laughs> Woohoo! Hour good 40, job, guys. Hour 45. Mmm! success we did it (laughs) and that's with only three people